This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Uh, I am your host today, Eric. Um, today's game is going to be pitting, it's going to be an all Benchwarmer game, pitting Scott and Matt versus Lux and Walling. Um, so how about we start with uh, Lux and Walling? How are you guys doing? Let me know what your team name is. Uh, good. <clears throat> uh, good here. We are on day um, five of quarantine. Um, everyone seems to be doing okay. Morale is high. Um, snacks are <laughs> snacks are prevalent. Um, it's like he's writing a letter. It's like Civil War. He's writing a letter back. <laughs> dear Elizabeth. It would start with dearest Elizabeth. It was a balmy 57 today. <laughs> it was the 11th of January, 2022. <laughs> Please send veggie straws. <laughs> send my best to mother. Uh, we, uh, yeah, no, so everybody's doing well here. I bought some crypto the other day, so if I'm never back on, oh, it's because no. I'm a multimillionaire. What'd you buy? We're not doing a crypto podcast. Uh, I bought... Um, Ethereum. Ethereum? Oh, Ethereum. I traded mine in for Do Shiba. this at work all day long. There's like five guys that all they do is talk about crypto all day long. Listen, I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the bottom level with Shiba right now. So if this yeah. takes off, I have 500 coins. Five, I'm sorry, 500,000 coins. So if these even go up to a penny, I'm going, I'm buying Blockbuster stock after that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but other than that, everything's good. Excited to play. Um, team with with uh, the deluxe apartment over here. Well, thank you. I'll take that as my intro. Things are good with me. Uh, had a little bit of a COVID scare. Had to get a test waiting for results. I've been quarantining in my own house. My wife moved down the hall. She's not talking to me. We're wearing masks around the house, except for when podcasting. So uh, other than that, things are good. Um, the world lost an important comedian this week. That was Bob Saget. And uh, in honor of Bob Saget, uh, not to dig on anybody, we're going to call ourselves tonight Empty House because the full house is feeling a little more empty. So we're going to go with Empty House. All right. And then we're going to go over to Scott and Matt. How are you boys doing? I'll go first since Scott's got our team name. Uh, doing well. Really not much going on. My diet's going good. We'll see by the time this podcast come out if my diet's still going good. But yeah, so um, I abandoned the uh, clear liquid liquids thing. So I went with uh, I'm just having regular booze. So when I drink, <laughs> but I've only had three drinks in a week and a half. So but so many potatoes. I know I've eaten a ton of potatoes. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Anyway, so yeah, I'm doing good, Scott. Yeah, first off, I just want to say, I don't know how Empty House isn't an 80s one-hit wonder band, because it sounds just like it. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I looked into getting some NBA All-Star Weekend tickets today, because my brother lives in Cleveland, and the game's in Cleveland this year, and my mom's moving to Cleveland next week, so I want to go visit. My brother mentioned maybe we can do NBA All-Star Weekend. 1100 bucks to watch a really crappy three-point contest and dunk contest, so I will not be attending NBA All-Star Saturday night for that price because that's ridiculous. And I'd rather just half watch it on TV like I've been doing the last five years. Wait, so if, so if the slam dunk contest is 1100 bucks, what would the game be? Must be 3000 I didn't even look at that point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 don't, at, I don't blame you. I looked at Saturday night and I was like, okay, yeah, based on that, I'm, I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. So 
I don't blame you. Yeah, to my brother who doesn't listen to this, Matt, you're working for the wrong franchise. Stop working for the Guardians. Start working for the Cavs. Maybe we can get some free stuff next time. But uh, I'm good. Matt here. My brother, Matt, is not here. But my partner, Matt Doherty, is here. He's uh, dressed in all black. He came in looking real wet bandity, um, like he was going to go commit a crime. So based on his wardrobe and my current condition, our team name is going to be Black and Blue Balls. No follow-up questions. Good. <laughs> left unasked i think that was smart so we just we just want to know what scott did to warrant <laughs> obviously it has to do with marcus all right let's get to the game wow all right well we all know the rules but for anybody who doesn't let's kick it over to dan we'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams this will be followed by four quarters of play each with a different trivia style Styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Okay, it's time for the coin flip. 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. And Walling, call it heads or tails? Tails. All right, it is heads. So Matt and Scott will get to answer this toss-up. I'm gonna let's make a deal, Scott. Here we go. We're not even gonna discuss it. It's gonna be you and I are like are gonna go one, two, three. We're gonna say what we think the answer is, and then if we agree, we'll go with that. Okay. Okay. So what I want to know is which is the higher selling video game franchise, the Madden franchise or Mario Kart? One, two, three, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Is that what you're going with? That's our answer. All right. So coming in at 158.14 million units sold is Mario Kart. And Madden comes in at 130 million units so Mario Kart is the better selling video game franchise. It appeals to everyone. So 10 points for black and blue balls. I hate that name already. <laughs> All right. I think to the first quarter, um, we have empty house with an empty score and black and blue balls with 10. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. That brings us to today's first quarter, which will be sporting haiku. Ooh, Eric loves the sporting haikus, so that that's always to be expected in his game. I love them. The thing is, it was funny because we first did it, he didn't know what they were and how to write oh, them. No. Ever since then, <laughs> once I found out there was an app that you could just type stuff in <laughs> and it tells you how many syllables there are, done. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't count. <laughs> I don't want to count, Matt. <laughs> doesn't want to read doesn't want to count right write all these questions i gotta count now too like this was not part of it (laughs) 
Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, quarter number one, Sporting Haikus. Question one, team named after Bird, former player, part owner, first winter classic. We can check in. All right, black and blue balls checked in. Empty house, talk it up. Yeah, I think we don't have much to talk about, but but uh, we're pretty sure the Penguins were in the first uh, Winter Classic, and and Mario Lemieux is part owner. We know that, and obviously it's a bird, so flightless as it is, we're gonna go with the Penguins. Yeah, isn't he isn't he part owner because they couldn't afford to pay his contract? <laughs> that's right. Well, <laughs> I think that's when his stake got bigger. I think he was part owner before that, uh, but then okay. It, Oh no 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 no! You're right. They couldn't pay his contract, and then he, but his stake that that was that was then ten million dollars is now worth five hundred million dollars or something crazy like that. But yeah, um, are you ready? We we could check in. Yep. Okay. Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, and black and blue balls. Yeah, if they would have had crypto in nineteen ninety nine, I'm sure they would have paid him that, right? But yeah, we um, I think that was about the time when he bought in, right? Late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, whatever. Yes, Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, both teams getting points. The correct answer, the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, he's reached his hockey quota, so I think we're all safe and good. There's, oh. there's no hockey quota. I'm I'm wondering if he's reached his Mario quota. We got Mario Kart, Mario Lemieux. We got back. Oh, so we point. got a, a Mario, Mario Chalmers question coming Mario right Chalmers now. Mario Chalmers is absolutely, yeah, Mario, Mario Andretti. My favorite is there's going to be a fourth quarter category called the nfl draft and it'll be about <laughs> the NHL. yes <laughs> that is such a good idea one right, guy <laughs> was drafted in the nfl but ended up playing 23 years in the uh, NHL. it'd be more like in 1996 there was an nfl draft but also that year in hockey <laughs> <laughs> did you know the nhl had a draft also that year <laughs> okay all right here we go Question number two, 1884, Liverpool Football Club, Everton home first. If 1884 is the year, Matt, you should be all over this. Yeah. Okay, we're going to check in. All right. Empty house checked in. Black and blue balls. Let it go. Um, so 1884, Matt? So it looks like they're looking. he's looking for the stadium. So maybe built in 1884 with a home to Everton and is now the home to Liverpool. Yeah. I forget the Liverpool stadium name. Um, it's always something goofy, like, you know, like, uh, like in Ted Lasso, I think it's called like uh, Nelson road. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like NRG stadium or right, something right. like that. Maybe this one's Abbey road since it's Liverpool. Oh, well, I mean, it's better than what I got. Um, I should know this. I've been watching that stupid TIFO YouTube. I don't know. Abbey Road. Sure. It's, I don't know. All it's right. not the right thing, but, you know. It's something. All right. Going with Abbey Road. Yeah. All right. Um, and Empty House, what'd you guys get? Uh, yeah. Everton used to play at Anfield. Now they play at Goodison Park. So our answer was Anfield. All right, one team getting their points. The correct answer, Anfield, named for the surrounding area in which the stadium was built. All right, question number three. Since I already knew this amount of syllables in this phrase, I used it again. Team named after Bird. 
Uh, Nordstrom family was first. Did not run the ball. All right, we're checked in. All right, black and blue balls checked in. Empty house. Mm. I know the Nordstrom family is from the Northwest. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure they were Seattle. And did not run the ball is the uh, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, the reference to the Super Bowl ending? Yes. Yeah. Well, they ran it They ran it earlier. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Seahawks. <laughs> yep, I'm good with it. <laughs> yep. Okay, Seahawks, we'll check in. All right, and black and blue balls. Uh, yeah, same. I mean, I got it from the did not run the ball to, to me that immediately put on Marshawn Lynch. So we also checked in with the Seahawks. All right, both teams getting points. The correct answer, the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to go with the last ones, either the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Blue Jays. <laughs> we'll see. Might hide another hockey question in here. <laughs> All right, question number four. Big bracket buster. A 20-point 20, 20 underdog. First 16 to win. And since I don't have any uh, bonus points here, um, if you can give me the full name, I'll give it a bonus 10 points. We can check in. Empty House has checked in. <laughs> so this was that, uh, isn't it like the Maryland, like uh, the University of Maryland something county? It's like U- UMBC? Yeah. And they're like the the retrievers or the, uh, I don't know, they have like a dog logo. Um, yeah. Um, Baltimore County. The University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Is that when he's when he says the full name? Is that what he's saying, right? I don't know. Do you also need the nickname, including the nickname? Yes, full name. So, University of Maryland, Baltimore County Retrievers. Okay, and empty house. What do you have? Yeah, University of Maryland, uh, Baltimore County, and I think they are the Retrievers, and they beat UVA, uh, first one seed to lose, but then came back to win the tournament the following year. So, yep, UMBC Retrievers. All right, so both teams getting points and the bonus 10 points, so that kind of is a wash, but I'll put them in anyway. So correct answer is UMBC, which is the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, the Retrievers. All right, and that brings us to the end of quarter one. Uh, After the first quarter, we have a score of black and blue balls with 95 and empty house sweeping the round, score of 110. Bringing us to today's second quarter, five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Question number one. Um, This was written for our guest that was supposed to be here. <laughs> oh no. Oh, if it strikes again. There we go. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky passed for six touchdowns versus the Buccaneers in September of 2018. Not counting that performance, who are the last five unique quarterbacks to pass for four or more touchdowns in a game for the Chicago Bears? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and check in there. All right, black and blue balls checked in. Um, empty house. You have about twenty seconds to get out of the house. Nice. We left a while ago. Set, set the alarm. Let this house crumble. Yeah, exactly. We're we're throwing around a lot of names, and we don't. I don't think we have much thunder for any of the names. And we started mm-hmm. with Grossman, Cutler, Orton, 
Jim Miller, Jim McMahon, if it goes back that far, Eric Kramer. I'm just scrolling through the history of just. So, I mean, I think the two names that were most confident are Cutler and Kramer. Yeah. Uh, I like them. The Butcher, the Baker, the Cutler, the Kramer. Yep. Um, so I think we're just going to, how do you feel about just checking in with Cutler and Kramer and play it? I don't know if that's playing it safe or not. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, I don't have a lot of thunder on any other name. So let's go with those two. All right, Cutler and Kramer, check in. Okay, and then we have black and blue balls. What do you got? Yeah, we went with Cutler as our only answer. Um, I have a feel. I thought Chase Daniels had some ridiculous game. Maybe even like with the Lions again on against the Lions on um, Thanksgiving here, like a year or two ago. But and then um, Scott brought up even maybe if this goes back to Jeff George or Chris Chandler, he said, certainly not Cade McNown. Um, <laughs> I just, I just didn't feel comfortable with that as an answer. Yeah. So we're going to go with Cutler smoking, smoking Jay. There's just the one answer. Yeah. Yeah. We played it extra safe since they played it safe. Okay. We double wrapped it. So we're going to go through, <laughs> let's go through this list. Um, so outside of Trubisky, the most recent is Jay Cutler, who did it four times. Um, after that, or before that, was Josh McCown, who did Not it. Mc, wait, McNown or McCown? McCown. Because there's a dilemma. Josh McCown <laughs> did it in December of 2013 versus the Cowboys. Um, before that, we have Rex Grossman. Who did it in September of 2006 against Detroit? Sexer Rexa. Um, in December of 1999, <laughs> we have Cade McNown. Oh. Hey, wait, McNown or McCown? This is McNown. <laughs> this is McNown. Um, oh, who did it again against Detroit? You would think for playing Detroit as much as the Bears do, they would be a much better team. Um, and then finally. Before Cade McDown in September of 1998, the year before, we have Eric Kramer oh. who did it against the Minnesota Vikings. So both teams getting their points, one team getting 10 points, the other getting 20. Matt, I'm so sorry I didn't feel comfortable with Cade McDown there. <laughs> who would have known? I didn't know he threw four feel... touchdowns in his career. <laughs> I did not feel comfortable with Neckbeard either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this brings us to question two. And the question here is going to be not counting the 2020 bubble finals. Name the last five unique teams to win the NBA finals on the road. You mean the clinching game? I correct. They, like, they, I'm... they would, that would be to win the, the finals. You would have to oh. clinch it. <laughs> All right. Smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this, these these questions, David. With what's this? They use a basketball. <laughs> what's this about? Big is the basketball. <laughs> How does that fit through the hoop? <laughs> yeah, I I like that. We're gonna go ahead and check in, Eric. Okay, black and blue balls have checked in. Empty house. You guys have a few seconds to talk it out. <laughs> well, so we know I'm... Raptors, Raptors, Cavs, and Warriors are definitely on our list, right? Yes. So the, let me just clarify on the questionnaire. It's the the unique teams or just the years that they occurred. 
the teams. So if a team did it mm-hmm. twice, they'll only count once. Okay. Then. Oh, I know. I know what you're about to say. I can already feel the logic here because you don't yeah. know what happened in those two. Se- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. Right. Say so it. At wor- yeah, I was going to say at worst, if those two heat seasons, if one of them was on the road, we can, uh, if we're not comfortable, but I know for a fact, 2011, the Mavericks won on the heat's court. Um, so that would be the fourth one. Uh, my question is, did it's either Miami or San Antonio for the fifth? Well, could be. Could be. Not necessarily, but they you're saying, but I'm pretty sure the Spurs at least one of the times won at home because that was the last time they won. Right. And, and I that would have remember been that was a big deal. Right. So, so even if the Heat or even if, even if the, what happened with the Heat Spurs doesn't, matter because you're saying you're sure about the Mavs. So 100 percent Yeah. So that we could just say Raptors because I'm sure the Bucks, I mean the Bucks definitely won at home. So right. so if we could just say Raptors, Cavs, Warriors, Mavs, Mavericks. call the day. Yeah, I'm good yeah. with that. Mavs yep. and Cavs. Okay. Yep. So we're gonna check in with Raptors, Cavs, Warriors, and Mavs. Okay. And then we go to black and blue balls. Uh we're dumb. Uh I say <laughs> I'm dumb. And Scott did the best he could to drag me along but uh since we're counting on our hands like uh welling was just doing um we went with the spurs the lakers golden state and dallas so right there i'm, I'm holding up one finger and then just for you mr welling <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right so let's break this down in 2019 the raptors beat the golden state warriors in game six in golden state in 2018, you had Golden State defeating the Cleveland Cavaliers in Game 5. In 2016, you had Cleveland defeating Golden State in Game 7 in Golden State. Um, and then in 2011, you had the Dallas Mavericks defeating the Miami Heat in Game 6 in Miami. And the last is in 2009, you had the Lakers defeating the Orlando Magic in Orlando in Game 5. So Empty House gets 40 points while Black and Blue Balls missed one, so they will get zero. Wait, who'd you have that was wrong? I missed that. They're the Spurs. Us? The Spurs. Oh, they the Spurs. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. All right. This brings us to question three. This one's simple. Top five pitchers with the most 10-plus strikeout games in Major League history. We're going to check in. All right. Empty House checked in. Black and blue balls, you guys can talk about. All right. So we're pretty sure on Nolan, Clemens, Randy Johnson. Yeah. And then we're thinking Scherzer. I mentioned Bob Gibson, but I don't, I don't, I know he had, you know, quite a few years there where he was awesome, but, you know, they changed the mound because of him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't know that he was as much of, I mean, he was a, anyway, I, I don't think Gibson's on the list. Yeah. I, I do think this is probably going to veer more modern and more recent than you initially would think it, that it would. Yeah. Especially since, you know, there's been such a, I mean, three true outcomes, right? Strikeouts yeah. or. Um, yeah. That's why I like Scherzer. I do feel confident about him. Because it just seems like every other start, he's striking out 10. You want to go with those four? Ryan, Clemens, Johnson, and Scherzer? Yeah, I think I like them. All right, we're going to check in with that, Eric. Okay, and Empty House, what do you got? 
<clears throat> yeah, so Ryan Clemens and Johnson were the first, uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, Nolan Ryan was the first because number one in my heart, let's be honest. Uh, then Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens, and we had Pedro pretty quick. Um, we were torn on a fifth one, uh, so we did not guess a fifth one. We just went Pedro, Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens. Okay. Scherzer, Scherzer seems like a good guess, though. We were also yeah. throwing out yeah, Sandy that was Kofs. the name on our list. We were throwing around Schilling, uh, Schilling, sorry, Schilling, 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 Scherzer and Schilling like mixed, morphed together. I like Schilling, Schilling Sharp, Schilling. It's a guy. It's a guy with sorry. two different color eyes that posts uh, conservative memes all the time. <laughs> two, two different colored eyes, but one bloody sock. <laughs> um, yeah, we also threw out Kofax, but we thought that maybe Kofax didn't uh, pitch long enough was the problem. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I know, I know. He he was incredibly dominant this time. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, sorry. All right. So right outside the or the top five, you have names like Justin Verlander, Clayton Kershaw, Chris Sale. I thought about Sale. Yeah. Kurt Schilling. Schilling is 93 games. And then right above Schilling, you have Sandy Koufax with 97 games. But those are all outside the top five. So we're going to start from the top because everybody knows the top right there and with 215 games is Nolan Ryan. Um, and a close second is Randy Johnson with 212, 10 strikeout games. And then after that, with 110 strikeout games, you have Roger Clemens. There's nearly half Jeez, as this is a gap. <laughs> that is a huge gap. So it was 215, 212, 110. Is that what you yes. said? Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. And then 108 for one Don Zimmer throwing <laughs> Pedro Martinez. I was about to say, Don Zimmer did not strike out that many. Was Don Zimmer. <laughs> he should have got at least 10, 10 games for that, like I strikeout agree. games. That was yeah, worth it. There you go. So he's at 118. We'll give him 118 um, for Pedro Martinez. And then at 104, we have Max Scherzer. Oh, so both teams getting their 40 points. Yeah, we talked about Pedro for a hot minute. We just didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I I know his time, you know, with uh, Boston, but I don't know where did he go after that? The Dodgers, the, right? The Mets, the Phillies. He went to the Mets. Oh yeah, the yeah. Mets. The That's Phillies. right. Yeah. Most of this must have been racked up with the with the Red Sox, obviously. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he had a bunch of the, maybe a few with the, the Expos. Expos. But yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Would, if you go back and look at Pedro's stats in like the you know mid late nineties, he he was like. So dominant. They're yeah, like one of the most dominant pitchers ever. But, yeah. but when I think of strikeouts, I don't think of him. He must have had ones where they were just at 10 or 11, you know, those kind of games, you know. It was consistency with him, too. Yeah, there you go. All right. So after the second quarter, I have a score update. We have black and blue balls with 145. Empty house, 210. And that brings us to today's wonderful halftime that I wrote. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. I'm very proud of this halftime. <laughs> this is going to be like punishment, even I'm though none bad. of us did anything wrong. So He's Matt going to punish us for something. Matt, Matt and David, you guys might want to sit down for this because this I don't think oh, you guys geez, are going to be any help. <laughs> video, video, video games and hip hop lyrics. Here we go. Yeah. Right. And away we go. So what I'm going to do is uh, we'll just start. You'll figure it out. Here we go. 
Halftime question number one. I'm going to need you to name this video game. <laughs> All right. What game features seven on seven action with teams made up of skeletal deadheads, monstrous orcs, bruiser bots, mutant humans, hell spawn demons, rampaging werewolves and criminal aliens, not regular aliens. These ones broke the law. Um, the field is littered with obstacles, including <laughs> buzz saws and landmines. Players can call normal plays as well as dirty trick plays, which include bribing the ref and using a chainsaw to cut through the opposition. <laughs> I mean, I do have a 13 year old son that sounds like this is right games. up his alley. Yeah, exactly. You mean he doesn't only play Fortnite? Well, he plays a whole bunch of stuff, but Fortnite is one of the. <laughs> 7,000 things that he plays. Eric, we're going to check in. All right. Black and blue balls checked in. Empty house. Tuck it up. Okay. So David brought up Mutant Football League, um, which I think is in the same vein as this oh. game, <laughs> okay. but um, but only has mutants. <laughs> the game oh. that I kind of remember from that time frame was called, I think it's called Blood Bowl. And it's just you just basically try to murder the other team the whole time, like yeah, you cut a you cut a you cut people in half in a game in a football game. It's so that's what I I think it is, but I could be wrong. The only the, the, the other reason I I don't know why I have this memory of football league. I feel like either a nephew was playing it or so, or something. Like I'm tr- I'm trying. To I remember. definitely remember mutant yeah. football league, but okay, I but think I think Blood Bowl is the one that has all the different like yeah. I I, players, I completely so. defer to you. I I mean this this okay. is. Well documented, not my area of expertise. Okay. Give. <laughs> All right. I, well, let's I check in with let's check in with Blood Bowl. All right, and I forget your team name. Uh, Black and Blue Ball. Uh, on my son's Switch, for fr- I think it's like free or cheap downloads or something for games. I see Mutant Football League, and so Scott wasn't had no clue, so we just guessed that. So. I can either be an uh, or I can give points. Here's here's my thought on this. Be an asshole. Do it. Okay. So I'm going to be an asshole. Okay. So neither team getting points. All right. Turns Um, out there's a lot of games that have this exact same premise. It turns (laughs) out that the game the game Matt is mentioning is a remake of this game. However, the name changed. So the game Matt's talking about was released, I believe, in 2018, and it is Mutant Football League. The game that I am asking for was released in 1993 uh, for the Sega Genesis, and it's Mutant League Football. Mm-hmm. Mm. Only reason I'm stating that is because it is very clear as day. One is called Mutant Football League, and the other one is Mutant League Football, two completely different games. Seven-minute abs. The Judean people's front. Abs. What if what if someone else comes out with six minute abs? <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't get it. Seven minute abs. No, no one can work out in six <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I'll tell you Wait. what, Matt. I'll tell you what. We'll send you the seventh minute for free. All right. <laughs> Step in my office because you're Where fired. The... Where the yeah, people's well, front of Eugenia? <laughs> Toss Wait, us. One second here. I was almost sure that Blood Bowl was. Nope, nope. Hold on. 
rewind oh. that. You guys are getting points. Who's getting points? Oh, it's called Blood Bowl? Nope. Black and Blue Balls are getting your points there. Yeah. Woohoo! I forgot when I wrote the question, I went with bad, the newer David. one, not the older one. Yes. Yeah, because only the new one uh, has criminal aliens. The other one has. The other one just had aliens. <laughs> oh, totally got it all by the description and not just scrolling through my son's. <laughs> um, but there is a Mutant League hockey that was also released in like 1993. So fun. Dang. My bad, David. Oh, please. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to question two. Very similar to question one. Name this video game. Um, what hockey game released in 1990 <laughs> that you may have played in an arcade or at home for the SNES or Sega Genesis? Instead of six players per team, you have three, a forward, a defenseman, and a goalie. There are very few rules, and the game features players like Ivan Yakashev, Dickie Fontaine, Happy Golecki, Battleship Boyd, and Ben Dover. Did you write this entire thing just so you could use the name Ben Dover? I could have found a better way to do use that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I wrote this entire halftime thinking we would have a guest. Seemed to be something that would be up his alley. Seems fair. We can check in. Empty House is checked in. Black and Blue Balls talking about. Dicky Fontaine sounds like a NASCAR driver. Yes. Not a hockey player, just saying. Dicky Fontaine. Um, I drive the 66 Wonder, Wonder Bread card, like to thank Sprite and Coke and Whataburger. Not, not the drink, Coke, the, the, <laughs> the recreational drug. <laughs> Okay, the only game I remember from the early 90s that was on Nintendo was there was just one called NHL Arcade. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't, if, that, know, if, I don't know if he'd put Arcade in the question if it was. But it's better than anything I have. One, because it's hockey. Two, because it's before my time. Three, because it's hockey. So we just say the NHL Arcade. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, sure. We'll check in with that. All right, and Empty House, what do you got? Shout out to Daniel Carollo, my neighbor that lived down the street and had a Super Nintendo where he had um, Hit the Ice. We checked in with Hit the Ice. All right, one team getting their points. The correct answer is, in fact, Hit the Ice. Um, I have an important update from my neighborhood Facebook page. Uh-oh. Um, Here's the question that was posed, and I'm going to ask you guys if you've ever heard this kind of message. Is anyone missing their ferret? I'm sure that is what is at my front door clawing to come in. (laughs) (laughs) There will be an update on the ferret saga. Oh, yeah, the first comment. Are you serious? Is this a joke? Um, Yeah. That Nextdoor app, we have that, you know, and so we've been... I signed up for it, but I just get the emails with like the summaries of what's, you know, and the amount of people posting things about coyotes. This is, I don't know about, and this, it's not just here. It was the way it was in Wisconsin. And according to my weather podcast, that's all they post about in Las Vegas is coyotes. Every week is at least three posts about Oh, make sure you bring your dogs in, coyotes. Like, it's three degrees here. There's other reasons to let your dog into the damn house, people. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. God forbid. You know, the three degrees we can live with, but coyotes, I'll tell you, that's, exactly. that's the last straw. <laughs> and and if your dog's outside and he's less than he or she's less than fifty pounds or so, if it's over fifty pounds, they can take care of themselves against a coyote. If it's less than fifty pounds and you're letting you have the dog outside, you should be worrying about less about posting on the next door app and calling the ASPCA or whatever it's called. So. Right. Any other ferret comments? <laughs> no. All right. Speaking of ferrets. Um... <laughs> wow. What a segue. Right. <laughs> Professional released, broadcasters. Released in 2009, Punch-Out for the Nintendo Wii was a new version of a well-known boxing game. You see classic characters like Glass Joe, King Hippo, and Soda Popinski. Um, what other well-known classic Nintendo character makes his Punch-Out debut after you win the World Championship title and you complete your title defense? Okay, we'll check in. Empty house checked in. Black and blue balls. Talk it out. I'm really off the rails now, Matt. I apologize with my chat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I thought... I don't know. I thought I heard this before on a different podcast, on a different trivia podcast. I thought it was on this one, but I mean, maybe it must have been on something else. Because really? now that I think about it. Well, Soda Popinski has certainly been on this <laughs> podcast well, before. Yeah, and- but I remember this. I thought something specific about this question I've heard somewhere else. Okay. And I, it's something, I, I don't know if this is the answer. I'm just saying that I, I thought it was something about disco, but I don't. Okay. I don't know. The disco guy. That seems too easy. Yeah. Right? It would have to be like something that people would think would sound cool. Yeah, like Soda Popinski. It would have to be like, you know, disco, just not disco duck, because obviously that's that no. franchise's own. <laughs> I don't even know if it is disco. I don't know. I said Scott Disick. Like Scott Disick. <laughs> <laughs> I told I'm really off the rails with this round. Um, yeah, we. I mean, we can go with disco something. I, what, disco what something's cool probably disco. just as valid as Scott Disick. Might as well go with that. <laughs> I would absolutely love it if you won the game and then you unlock Scott Disick. <laughs> the biggest letdown in video game history. It's the it's the biggest. Yes. It's the best. It's a better guess than what I have. So, all right, we're, just we're, as valid. We're gonna check in with <laughs> reality TV legend Scott Disick. Man, I hope that's right. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> um, if so, uh, oh boy. I'm going out and buying that game right now. I'm stop quitting this game. Right. I'm driving somewhere to buy this game. All right. And uh, Empty House, what do you got? Uh, yeah, we were thinking of iconic um, Nintendo characters. So we were, we were torn between two. Um, the fat player you select in ice hockey that can ruin all the skinny guys and Donkey Kong. And we went with the latter. So we checked in with Donkey Kong. All right, Matt, I believe you were thinking of the disco kid. Okay. Um, which he is, you know, one of the characters in the Wii punch out. One of the last characters, I believe. And you do unlock Donkey Kong. Mm. Crap, he was in our chat. When you complete. 
You put that in title there? defense. Yeah, it's a classic Nintendo character, Donkey Kong, exclamation point. Oh. And I said, Disco Duck, Disco Inferno, Scott Disick. <laughs> what, does Rick, what does Rick D's have to do with this? <laughs> All right, so that brings an end to this wonderful halftime. Um, we have a score update with Black and Blue Balls, 170, Empty House, extending their lead, 260. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! This is still anybody's game. Why, you may ask, because the third quarter is going to be Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. And before we start with this, I just want to say that if you're going to check in early with the missing link theme, I'm going to be very strict. But if you check in at the end, then I'll be a little more lenient. But in order to get your 100 points, this is going to be very, very specific. I'd like my partner to make sure he hear, heeds the warning about checking in early and often. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go on, me once. <laughs> exactly. Shame on. Fool, we can't be fooled again. Me. All right. Quarter number three, missing link. Question one. What Hall of Fame catcher in 2016 purchased a majority owner stake in a third division Italian soccer club, AC Reggiana? The team went bankrupt in just two years after the purchase. He's also known to be a fan of heavy metal music and is featured on a Black Label Society album. He's also the godfather of Zach Wilde's son, Hendrix. To some, his greatest achievement of all is his appearance on Baywatch. We can check in, Eric. Black and blue balls checked in. Empty house. Empty nest. Remember that show, Empty Nest? Yes. Significantly less funny. Remember that band, Empty House, from the 80s? Proud? No, I remember. Yes. Wait. No. Stop. Em- Empty Nest was, uh, was uh, that, Richard, Richard Mulligan. Yes. But it, was, anyway. uh, it was Golden Girls spinoff. Dick, Dick Mulligan. So, yep. sorry to pull us back here. Where where this has got to be? This has Mike Piazza written all over it. The Italian connection, the Hall of Fame catcher, the connection to L.A. with Baywatch. I mean, it's got to be Mike Piazza, right? Yes. Um, I would say his greatest achievement may be his hair, but you know, teach their own. I'm good with Mike Piazza. We're checking in. All right. Black and blue balls. Yeah. Um, that that scene where he's just randomly wearing <laughs> a Dodgers jersey in the sand, practicing his swing, and what's her bucket just happens to walk up on him and ask, oh, whatever. That's classic. Yeah, it's Mike Piazza. All right. Both teams getting their points. It is the wonderful Mike Piazza. All right. So far, theme-linked answers. Mike Piazza. 
Any guesses? No? Let's move on. People who were Tommy Lasorda's godchildren. <laughs> hey, maybe. We'll see. What Hornets draft pick was a McDonald's All-American, named to the NBA All-Defensive First Team nine times, was a slam dunk champion, and was named to the 1997 NBA All-Rookie Second Team. Oh. Yeah. Did you have the same epiphany I just did? Yep. Check it in. Empty house. Checked in. Black and blue balls. Uh, I think this has to be Kobe, Matt. Yeah, all defensive first team nine times and a slam dunk champion it has to be I, Kobe. Okay. That's the, that's the greatest draft pick they've ever made. So <laughs> there's no one else that's ever played for that team that has those kind of accolades. So we're going to check in with Kobe Bryant. All right. And empty house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I started typing out like some ideas and then it dawned on me. I'm like, oh. Duh. <laughs> and then David apparently had the same oh duh at the same yeah. time. So we also yeah, kicked it. <laughs> exactly right. Drafted by the Hornets, traded for Vlade Divac. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, right. It's not Noah Vonley. No. It's uh <laughs> still waiting for Noah Vonley to hit that upside everybody's been talking about. Anyway. <laughs> so both teams getting points. The correct answer is Kobe Bryant. So theme linked answers so far. Mike Piazza. And Kobe Bryant. All right, question number three. <laughs> He's lost the room, folks. This is what happens when you eat too many potatoes. <laughs> question number three. What soccer star was born in Selma, Alabama, scored 103 goals in 95 appearances, and was a four-time national champion playing in the ACC from 1989 until 1993. We're going to go ahead and check in. Black and blue balls checked in. Empty house. What do you got? 89 to 93 is exactly Mia Hamm's her time frame. She went to UNC, obviously. I'm pretty sure it's Mia Hamm. We both think it's Mia Hamm, right? Yes, and and as Dean Smith once said, um, North Carolina is not a basketball school. It's a women's soccer school. Um, So, yeah, I'm good with Mia Hamm. We'll check that in. All right, and black and blue balls. Uh, yeah, we also just, I mean, the criteria seemed to fit. We weren't 100% sure on the years she would have attended college, uh, but based on the ACC and the soccer star, we also checked in with Mia Ham. All right, both teams getting their points. The correct answer, Mia Ham or Mrs. Garcia Parra. So our theme-linked answers so far, Mike Piazza, Kobe Bryant, Mia Ham. Question number four. Behind the hockey net, long before there was a trapezoid, this player was known for setting up behind the opponent's net an area that would be nicknamed after him and would be referred to as his office. Yes. You like that? Well, at least they weren't secretive about it. (laughs) We'll check in. All right. Uh, Empty house is checked in. Black and blue balls. Talk about. All right. So whose office? That's what it comes down to. Are you going to trigger anything mm. if I start naming people, players who might have something referred to as their office? Yager's office. I mean, it's trying to think of, I mean, offensive players don't hang around behind the, the goalie, hang behind the net too much. They are if they're setting up a flying V. So who does hang out behind the net? Well, if you're a goalie and you're going back to catch the puck after it's been, you know, 
wrapped mm-hmm. around or dumped into the zone, you would go back to that that trapezoid back there. And then you would, you know, set up the offense as the defenseman circled around in front of the net and then pass the puck out. So 90s, well, I mean, you were saying 90s era goalies. I don't know why we're focusing on 90s, but I mean. Because it was a good uh, decade. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, Brodeur, right? Right. Um, I can't ever say Hashik, so we're not doing that. Yeah. He had he George me one too many times. We're gonna just guess on this, and Brodeur is the first one that came into my mind. My mind. So Maybe they called it Marty's cool. office. That sounds cool, right? There you go. I like it. That's in, like as in Martin Scorsese. It was like Marty's office. We're, we're checking in with Martin Brodeur. Okay, and an empty house. So I think seem to remember um, the guy who used to camp back there and scored a lot of goals and had a lot of assists. Um, was the great one himself and then it fit a theme that we came up with and then we checked in with wayne gretzky yeah matt you you, you didn't pay attention to the question that much i don't blame you because i don't either um the <laughs> opponent's net behind your opponent's net so a goalie would never be behind his opponent's net <laughs> no maybe in really strange good circumstances good point <laughs> so um for the, for the goalie fight goldberg so, would if he was messed up yeah or uh that's right. Puck, the knuckle puck kid might. Russ. So one one team getting their points here. The correct answer is the great one, Wayne Gretzky. All right. So our theme nope. yeah. okay. Go ahead, sorry. linked answers. Our theme linked answers are Mike Piazza, Kobe Bryant, Mia Hamm, and Wayne Gretzky. Question five. What first ballot Hall of Famer? was also elected to two different teams' Hall of Fame, one in the AL and one in the NL. Interesting fact I learned about him, actually writing this question, in 1998, at the age of 18, he attempted to commit suicide by swallowing 277 pills of aspirin. Never mind, Matt. Is it 1988 or 1988? Uh, yeah, you said 98, but it says 88 in the... Yeah, it's 88. Okay. Listen, I haven't slept in days. All right, we'll check in. Empty house checked in. Black and blue balls... About. Oh, yeah. So what we have to work off of, he was born in 1970. So yeah, we would think that he probably came up in the, I would think early nineties. You didn't see a lot of 18 or 19 year old guys coming up around that time. So also really hard, probably I'm sure to go from a suicide attempt to like playing in the majors. So there's probably some time in between there. So we're looking at someone that played in the nineties, two thousands. So we have a time frame to work with at least that's all we have, but we have a time frame. So guys who would have come up in that time frame and would be would have played with two different teams. So well, at least had two enough teams accolades had, where they right. would have gotten right. I mean, the first one I thought of was Griffey. I think he was born, I wanna say like sixty seven or sixty eight. And I don't oh. see the um not that I you know know these guys personalized, but the suicide attempt, I, I don't know that I see that. But he was a pretty decorated athlete and yeah, I so don't, McGuire I don't came up in 87, but he was a little bit older than that. He would have been born in the late 60s also, I think. And I don't think he would be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame because he really only had Plus. two good seasons there. And, I mean, it's a pretty high bar to get in the Cardinals Hall of Fame, in my opinion. I mean, um, So it's like... So early 90s. And it's a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, yeah, this is tougher than it 
probably should be. It's like everyone I'm thinking of, I, I can't see them being in two different franchises, Hall of Fame, because you're thinking early 90s and into Hall of Famer. It's like, it's not Jeter, obviously. Yeah, it's too early well, for him. One, one team. Yeah, and one team, yeah. So I, man. I mean, it's got to be an obvious name because the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. And that time frame that we're looking at. This could even be a pitcher, though. That's the thing. There, this. Yeah, well, our time's up. We got to go here. So um, if you don't like Griffey, then pick somebody else. I don't care. Ha! Uh, who did we say? How about Scott Disick? <laughs> Fits our theme. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to check in with Scott Disick. An empty house. So I guess the first thing is that I was really surprised. What I the thing that was giving me pause was the whole committee suicide thing because of exactly what Scott said. But I happen to know exactly when Ken Griffey was born because he was born in 1969, which is the same year that I was born. But towards the end of the year, so yeah. in '88 he could have been 18, obviously. Um, so yeah, it's definitely Ken Griffey Jr. And uh, the only other thing that was sort of delaying us was, uh, of course, he's in the Mariners Hall of Fame. I yeah, I couldn't imagine he'd be Look, in the Reds Hall of Fame. But I, but I think he had close to 200 home runs with the Reds, so I guess it's possible. Like, I don't know how low the bar is for team Hall of Fames, halls, <laughs> halls of halls of fame. I guess the correct plural, plural. But anyway, yeah. So Ken Griffey is our guess. All right. So one team getting their points. The correct answer, Ken Griffey Jr. Um, yeah. So apparently, got in a fight with his dad. He felt like he dealt with depression and everything towards the beginning of his career. Um, and attempted on his life, apparently. So our theme like dancers, Mike Piazza, Kobe Bryant, Mia Hamm, Wayne Gretzky, and Ken Griffey Jr. So I've had one team already submit a guess at the theme, so the other team is free to talk it out if they would like. I, I, I just don't know how. There's so many themes that fit these five athletes, so to be that specific, we really have to come up with something I don't think they're all in a Macklemore music video. We can probably eliminate that. It should be. <laughs> What's, yeah, be what, I wouldn't be surprised if like Macklemore? I wouldn't be surprised if like four of them are. Well, I but think I, that's the only option right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> Kobe certainly could have been. He's the one that I would imagine would be actually outside of Griffey. I mean, that's the thing. That's what I was saying before. I mean, all of these athletes in one way, shape, or form, they kind of all played. You know, they're all pretty relevant at the same time period, right? Like, yeah, they're all 90s. So is are they all sports person of the year? Are they all? I mean, I can't see Mike Piazza winning that, but have you seen that Baywatch clip? <laughs> it, this is Eric. So it's like, are they all they don't all have a video game franchise? Were they all on Seinfeld? Were they all in the same comedy movie? I don't know, man. Like, uh, um. They're not all married to someone named Nomar. Uh, I, I don't I don't have anything like specific to say. Like have a facility named after them at the Nike headquarters. Sure, they might. I don't know. I I I so we'll go with that. Sure. Sounds good. What was that? <laughs> Whatever, it's wrong. Nobody we gave you the right, the right theme. What do you mean? Oh, all right. Well, well Mia Ham has a building named after her at the Nike headquarters. So we oh, said, all right, okay. And uh, empty house. You yeah. guys, you you actually came in after question four. So what do you got? David kind of 
brought something up after Mia Ham, and he mentioned he also mentioned the Nike building thing, and then he said, "What about some other stuff like video games?" And then the next answer was Wayne Gretzky, and then I had an epiphany because Daniel Carollo, who I've mentioned before, had Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey for the Nintendo 64, where it had a glitch where if you dumped the puck at mid at, at like center ice, it would always go over the goalie's head and you would score every single time. And we played that game constantly, over and over and over again. And then it dawned on me, Piazza has a Nintendo 64 game, and Mia Hamm definitely had a Nintendo 64 game. And when you said we needed to be specific, it all started adding up. So we checked in with, they have Nintendo 64 games uh, named after them. And we were hoping for Tony Hawk for number five, just for the record. Yeah. It didn't, uh, it didn't, it didn't work out. Or Brett Favre. <laughs> so in May of 1998 um major league baseball featuring ken griffey jr was released for the nintendo 64 in november of 96 wayne gretzky 3d hockey was released mia ham's soccer 64 was originally michael owens um, world league soccer 2000 which was released in europe um, but mia ham soccer when it was here kobe bryant in nba courtside in 98 and everyone's favorite and uh, Mike Piazza's strike zone in 1998. So empty house getting 100 points for the link. They are all Nintendo 64 games. Kobe Bryant's NBA courtside still to this day, my favorite basketball game. To it play. is a like, very good that basketball game. It was so game. much fun. I dropped like 110 in a game with Nick Van Exel once. <laughs> it was insane. After the third quarter, this is getting out of hand. Um, we have black and blue balls with 230. And empty house doubling them up for 60. All right. And that brings us to today's fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. <laughs> Try to guess which one's the hockey question. All right, categories for today are as follows. Question one, Pac-Man. Question two, need for speed. Question three, RC Pro-Am. And question four, pilot wings. Um, question one is the NFL. Question two is soccer. Um, question three is uh, basketball. And question four is, uh, let's say college. <laughs> That's the one about hockey. <laughs> Let's this say college. This is the John Belushi and Animal House. <laughs> it is. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. After the wagers are in, on to the questions. So let's start this off. We have question one in the fourth quarter category: Pac-Man. Um. And you should probably know where this is going. Adam Pac-Man Jones was taken sixth overall in the 2005 NFL draft. Four defensive backs were taken in the first round after Jones. Name two of the four. And I'll give a bonus 25 if you can give me all four. Oh, I think I've got, I might have two here, Matt. Listen, this game has had something for everyone. You know, except Matt. Yeah. We can check in. 
All right. Empty house has checked in. Black and blue balls. Talk about. Okay, so I only brought like the least amount of content <laughs> possible to this one, obviously. So I think uh, Charles Rogers, I think, went a pick after um, Pac-Man to Washington. I'm pretty sure Antrell Roll went somewhere in like the 9 to 12 range to Arizona. And then to try to get the bonus, he said it's the Rogers draft. Of course, you said that as if that had to be put out there but it's fine um but then you said <laughs> the raiders drafted a corner before him to which i said yeah the raiders drafted a corner every year back then hmm. in the first round um so i was trying to figure out which one may- thought maybe stanford route you said washington so i remembered fabian washington so that's three and then i think it might be uh the colts guy i think it's marlon jackson i think that was his name um but it could certainly be someone else. Let's go with those four. I don't. I just know the one. That's the one that I gave Washington. Not the no. I don't even know it. I just remember right. that the Raiders drafted Washington before Aaron Rodgers, and he was a cornerback. All right. So we will check in. Um, the for the answer the two would be Charles Rogers and Antrell Roll. And for the bonus, we'll say Fabian Washington and Marlon Jackson for one hundred points. Yes. And hopefully more. And empty house. Uh, we checked in with Antrell Roll. So this was a Demarcus Ware, Marcus Spears year for the Cowboys. Um, and I thought the defensive back's name was Carlos Rogers. So we checked in with oh, Antrell Roll and Carlos Rogers. Well, wait. Well, he just gave Roger. I mean, no, I said, said the Charles. First name, he said but Charles. I mean, I definitely said Charles. I didn't say Le Charles, but I said Charles. <laughs> Although he did say just name two. We did na- if we did name two that were correct, like Andrew Rowe and Fabian Washington. Okay. So which ones did you go with, um, Welling? Carlos Rogers and Antrell Roll. Okay. Just the two? Yes. So the four are Antrell Roll. Drafted eighth. Tenth was Fabian Washington. 29th was Marlon Jackson and ninth was Carlos Rogers. However, Carlos in Spanish means Charles. So I will give you points. And we got all four, Matt. So both teams getting their points and black and blue balls gets the extra 25. Can we uh, be notified when there are bonus points available next time? So we can no, not before. We oh, bet. oh, I thought you meant like right now. No, not before we bet. <laughs> like if we were going to, if I knew there were 25 extra points out there, we would have bet differently. But ours was five points. Oakland five for our long lost guest. All right. We don't even know who that was. All right. Question number two, need for speed. What French striker is said to have clocked a staggering speed in training covering 30 meters in just 3.7 seconds? This speed may have helped him win or this speed may have helped a little winning the EPL golden boot in 2018, 19 season. We can check in black and blue balls checked in empty house. Talk it up. 18, 19 was um, Mane and Abuma Yang were the two names and Mo Salah also was up there, but he's Egyptian. So probably not. Um, I think Abuma Yang is the French guy that um, 
won the golden boot. So we can check in with a boom by Yang. So just, from, to be, just to be sure, though. Yeah. Uh, um, Mane's, Mane's like from, Mane's from Africa, Senegal, from Africa. Or something like that. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. So um, then. Yeah. So then it makes so sense. I'm pretty sure it's a boomerang. So we'll check okay. in with a boomerang for Elkland right. five. And uh, black and blue balls, what'd you get? Uh, we checked in with uh, Henri. Uh, I'm trying to think of a funny French last name. Come on, Scott. <laughs> what do you got? Come on. Michael Petrus, what? Henri Abu Dhabi. No, that's Stalworth. Not. Yeah. We'll just go with Henri. What is she? For, for zero points. points. Zero. All right. So one team getting points. The correct answer is Pierre Emmerich Aboumayang. And the best part is when you throw him, he comes right back. Mm-hmm. Sorry, 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 sorry. And that's <laughs> cut. <laughs> sorry. You're no, no. Keep keep that in for when they get to that this episode on the OT. They can just slaughter him for that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, Matt. Did we get sorry on the first question? The most points anyone's ever gotten from a fourth quarter question ever getting one twenty five. We set a record. I think we set a record. <laughs> All right. So let's go to question number three, category RC Pro-Am. During his pro career, what active NBA forward has played for four teams, two times with the Rockets? He was a G League Rookie of the Year in 2014 and was a first-team All-NBA defensive player in 2018 while with the 76ers. As an amateur, he went to, to a Ohio Valley school with other alumni such as Anthony Mason, and Truck Roberts Robinson. Wow, Truck Robinson. Yeah, we'll check in. Uh, empty house checked in. Black and blue balls. Talk it out. Trying to think of who this was. Four teams kind of threw me a little bit because I felt I feel like he's played for more, but maybe it is only four. Um, Rockets twice, and then the Sixers in 2018. I thought this was a guy that I was randomly thinking about earlier in my kitchen. As a matter of fact. Because I think his nickname is cool. I think this might be Rocco, Robert Covington, and then RC Pro Am makes sense. So we're going to check in with Robert Covington for 100 points. And empty house, answer and wager. Robert Covington, uh, five points. And I think he's on the Blazers now, which would be he, the fourth. Yes, he is. Yeah, I just thought he was like randomly somewhere else, but I guess he wasn't. We're going to get screwed by this bonus thing, aren't we? <laughs> We are because, We're about because to be. we just there were an imaginary 25 points that we weren't told about. Let's be honest, all these points are imaginary. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't well, give the answer yet, so we don't even know if anyone we're gonna change. We, um, we're gonna change. We actually bet five, five, two fives. It, it was an Oakland five, which is an Oakland 55. An Oakland 55. How's that? You guys are very confident in your hockey knowledge. All right. No, we had a bet in Oakland 55 on the last question. Yeah. What was oh, the answer no, to that question, one, Eric? This past question. <laughs> oh, all right. This question. All right. So both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Robert Covington. Um, so, yeah, it was a. I gave, so a, gave, a, Josh, gave, a, gave a Josh Bombeck hint there. I was literally <laughs> thinking of him in my kitchen when I was thinking Sloppy ATM. Joe's earlier. <laughs> And by the way, Walling, when it comes to being screwed, that's the missing link that we were talking about earlier. So 
<laughs> yes, unsolicited. This was an unsolicited. Yeah, I can't believe that's the title of this episode. It was a unsolicited. <laughs> um, and apparently, we can use Spanish names for everybody first name now. So uh, why not? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Because they're different people. Have you ever day. seen Man, Beverly Hills Cop Two? The rules. Charles Rogers and Carlos Rogers are two different people. Carlos, which is Spanish for Charles. Do you not remember that from Beverly Hills Cop Two? Get out of here. Score update. Score update. Yes. You know what? Why not? Let's have a score update. So after three questions, we have black and blue balls with four fifty five. And Empty House really should have thought about their wagers a little better with 475. <laughs> David, it's not fun when people get screwed, is it? <laughs> Un- yeah. Unprovoked, Wait. unsolicited. Hold on. Okay, 475. It's almost like it's almost yes. like they're being a lucky sevens when the score is like only 10 points apart. Yeah, well, fair Did enough. They get one <laughs> no, yeah, they won 555. Five. They had they, four, they came into the final with 470, though. No, 460. No, with 460. You had 230, we had 460. Yeah, they had 460. They've gotten 15 Oh, points. I see that. I have my numbers up. Okay. So this is still anybody's game if, uh, for all you math majors out there. Um, Bob Eck. Mason. There anyway, here we go. We're just making but, up the rules. Love we're that making name. up the rules this round anyway, so we're going to get it wrong, but call it right, and it'll be 300 <laughs> points. Okay. <laughs> I just I don't think anybody's getting this one, so here we go. Question number four. Category pilot wings. The United States Air Force Academy has only had eight players selected in the NFL draft, and these players have combined to earn five Super Bowl rings, coming from just two of the eight. Name either of these players from Air Force who won a Super Bowl. One is a defensive tackle winning three Super Bowls with the Cowboys in the 90s, and the other a linebacker and current linebacker coach for the Washington football team, who won two Super Bowls with the Den- with Denver and John Elway? And a magical bonus, eighty points if you get both of them. No, you know no, what? let's do it. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> magical bonus points if you name all eight. Yes, <laughs> all eight Air Force players in the NFL. Can we use just Spanish names that are in the general ballpark? It's not general ballpark. <laughs> What you, what you should have said is who won two Super Bowls with Jose Elway or, or something yes. like that. Juan, Juan Elway, yeah. With Juan Elway. Carlos and Charles are two different players. They could I, be. They are. No, they definitely are. One was are. a wide no, receiver I, for the Lions. <laughs> I know that. But we were talking defensive backs. And Carlos, I'm pretty sure find he me, was referred to as Charles find once. Me. Find me one ex- example of him referred to as Charles, and I'm good with it. Beverly Hills Cop too. It's not. A, it's not the same guy. You know, we did it's name all. To this we did argument. name all four guys, so he he could have easily just given it to us for <laughs> any of the other ones. Yeah, but we didn't. We would have bet differently if I knew there were 25 extra points. Have you heard, listened to my games that I host? I always throw bonus points in there. In the fourth quarter. In the fourth sometimes, quarter. Yeah, sometimes. All right. Well, we would have had a lot more to cover then. Yeah. I mean, this is this is so yeah. stupid. Okay, all right. Well, listen, if you're just playing just to win, you don't want to set records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, you mean you would like to set records with these imaginary points? Is that what I go back. Retro. <laughs> we're going to retroactively bet 100 on every. You don't want to set records. <laughs> like but, Matt and I set a record getting 125 on one question. 
You know, I feel bad if you didn't take you guys a half an hour to come up with your wager. <laughs> we were talking about other stuff. <laughs> it's true. He's not wrong. <laughs> Eric, All we right. can go ahead and check in. All right. Black and blue balls have checked in for the last time. Empty house, talk it up. So are you ready to check in? Well, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good when you are. I, okay. So we're going to check in. Uh, Chad Hennings. Uh for five points and a bonus 25 points okay and and i think the other guy by the way i think the other guy is uh the guy with the broncos is just i mean this is for nothing right at this point correct it is nothing yes okay zero bonus points for that name it's something like russell and i i can't i can't i can't place it but it is something like Mm -hmm. that i just can't get the name exactly right what is it what is it in spanish though russell charles he looked like a Carlos 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 I can go yeah. for any name Carlos so Carlos the to... famous Air Force <laughs> <player>. <laughs> we will check in with Chad Hennings alright and, and Sanchez how many points again 5 plus a bonus 25 oh alright so 5 yeah. minus 35 35 plus alright and black and blue balls, your answer and wager. Well, I, I thought I remembered the guy who played against the Packers in that Super Bowl in 97, but now I was spacing. So we also, and the other one, Chad Hennings is the one I was trying to think of. And I caught right at the end there. Um, he was with the Cowboys. So, yeah. So we checked in with Chad Hennings uh, for our last 30 points. All right, both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Chad Hennings and uh, Mr. Lux. You were close. It's Steve Russ is the oh. uh, second individual. Well, yeah, he said it was like Russell. There you go. That's the one I was trying to think of. Well, Why do I have Russ. the name Ben Garland in my name? Who's that? It's not in your name. Your name's Matt Doherty. Yeah. No, but Ben Where Garland is, ben is an Garland Air Force guy. Name? Okay. Isn't Ben Garland on the Ravens right now? Like, isn't he a guard? Who's the Who's the guard for the Cavaliers? Darius Garland. <laughs> <laughs> who's John Garland? No, I think Ben Garland was with the was with the uh, Falcons. Ben Garland lost to the Patriots. No, that's Ben Garland Green Ellis. Oh, nice. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, way different. Yes, yeah. yes totally. Uh, different. The public defender they call them. Not right. not quite the law firm. <laughs> All right, where am I at here? Where's my script? Are we really going to win off of this bonus points? Yeah, dude. Yes. And yes. you know what? Because I don't feel bad at all. Because sure. nobody remembers Marlon Jackson. How about how about this? E, how about the you, fact probably a, you probably have a bonus oh, every bonus round, question. except apparently nobody remembers Carlos Rogers. No, we no, won the coin A lot of people flip, remember Walling. So screw okay. you. Okay, what do you, you want, want Matt? <laughs> and we run every other round. Ever. Why don't we do one... Uh, uh, Matt, Matt, stop talking. We're not doing one anything. Come on, why we not? We got Let's the victory. Fun with it. Nobody we, cares. Do you really care about whether you win or lose? Yeah. Plus, plus, we get to take Lux out. Isn't it? has Lux like you? Never we took him out. What do you mean? You didn't really. Exactly. Like you, you Lucy, you Lucy and Peanuts. You put the ball down. We went to kick it, and you moved it out of the way. <laughs> no, not we. But that, don't forget, Eric moved it. I will. I will come back with a random bonus question. 
worth like 600 points oh, in the game. Now, I'm an, my answer you is, are just, I'm my just saying, is Carlos you're setting yourself that up. Question. And I'm answering Carlos. Uh, tell you right now, I've been screwed more than anybody else in this podcast, so I don't want to hear it. Well, you should have been, your name should have came up in the missing link then. Yes. <laughs> mine was, mine was solicited, so. <laughs> all right (laughs) the game has come to an end and i don't care what anybody says these are the final scores um Uh, this game was played under protest this will go in front of the rules committee um tomorrow and an actual ruling will come out um, empty house just lost another 25 points (laughs) Um, (laughs) you guys are going to finish with zero if you keep this up (laughs) and that's not fun <laughs> All right, so this game has come to an end. Here's the scores. Empty Nest finishes with 480 points, and our clipboard captains of the of the game who will be receiving Asterisk. the the um Asterisk. yeah Asterisks aren't fun, are they? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, almost like yeah, winning yeah. a fantasy football championship with two players. <laughs> um, only, only one was active. Man, <laughs> children, chill. That's what they said about Kobe in Colorado, right? Exactly. <laughs> wow. All right, so these guys are going to be receiving the um, clipboard captain I picked for our guest that didn't show up. Um, Caleb Haney Award um, with a score of 485 points, just squeaking out a victory. Huge comeback in the fourth quarter there. I don't know how they did it. Nobody knew. Nobody saw this coming. Um, We have black and blue balls. All right, does anybody (laughs) have anything to say other than, you know what, Matt and Scott, do you guys have anything to say? Um. Anything you say can't be used against you in the court of law. Just so. yeah, this was this was fun. Um, yeah, I honest. Yeah, I'm glad we won. And I'll here. I'm doing air quotes. I'm doing it. I did it for you. <laughs> but either way, regardless, I'm glad we got a victory because Matt and I together it usually doesn't end well, and it was really trending towards that for most of the game there. So I'm glad we we're regardless of the semantics at the end here. I'm glad we were able to like save some face a little bit and score some points in the fourth quarter. That doesn't happen often for us. So that was, that was fun. Thank you. I'm glad that uh, you wrote a fantastic game for Matt from Triviality. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Eric Eid. Um, it was for Neil. Uh, it was worth this game for Neil. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when you least expect it, I will have a 600 point bonus question in the fourth quarter. That will Love it. swing a game. Yeah. Love I, it. Well, and it will be, Old time baseball. And we'll be breaking I, records at least. Um, I don't know like, if you realize what you did, Walling. <laughs> It'll be even more obscure or old time oh, baseball. Oh, really? You haven't seen my roster. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, no, I re- re- I had to redo everything. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I saw the draft come through. Oh, did you? Yeah, no, I don't know half my pitchers. That's good. <laughs> it's usually a good sign. All right. Anything, David? Well, nope. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I actually contributed to some video game questions. I'm actually I, I'm walking away with a little bit of pride about today. So I, I that's something. No, it was a good game. It was very video game heavy. I mean, no question about it. But uh, I think I think we hung in there. We made a competitive game. And the funny thing is, we we were talking about all kinds of wagers that we could screw around with. And we just decided ironically yeah to go with what's it called again i forgot the oakland in, in honor of the guest who didn't show up we went with the oakland five all the way down and that's and we're getting and punished for, us, yeah for, yes because we were we were talking about tens we were talking about 
various other scores. And yeah, it happens. Good well, question. Scott, Scott actually talked himself out of a couple of right answers. So much like the um, Josh Hamilton home run derby, no one will remember who won this one, but they will remember our performance, David. <laughs> well, Scott, you Scott, you mentioned in the missing link that, you know, it, it was my missing link. So it could possibly be video games. And then you moved immediately away from it. I know. Same thing. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, well, yeah, I still pulled it out. I made up for it with the 05 draft so i mean listen i should win just great. based on that there's like three people on this podcast great. that could have done that that's why i, I did it oh, oh, i love oh, that, I love that uh, question all, all credit to you i would not have been close but yeah. i think you should have been punished for for breaking the trivia i was the episode that dropped today <laughs> somebody used a first name when they shouldn't have and they were punished was it spanish for charles uh, <laughs> no. no i actually don't no. wait i'm trying to remember what it was uh, Dan's said, taco it was it was he said Tony was, Whitaker he said and it Tony was Whitaker Lou. instead of Lou Whitaker mm-hmm, or for mm-hmm. or Forrest Whitaker it was one of the yeah <laughs> it, was, it was Tony and Lou yeah. yeah it was Tony and Lou exactly probably would have given you Carlos if there wasn't another Car- guy Carlos guy name if there was another it, guy named Charles Rogers in the NFL well he it was, turns out I don't know if you time. know this Tony Tony is actually <laughs> Tony is actually Mandarin for Lou so that would have oh, actually counted right. in the yeah. We can go back and they still lost by 300. <laughs> <laughs> All going. right. Well, uh, let's wrap this up. Um, thank you, gentlemen. And uh, thank you for listening to the Benchwarmer Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP.